Welcome back to episode 11 of the Digital Arts Nerd series with your host Abdulaziz, that's me, and your co-host Brayden Patrick. This episode we discuss my new job and Brayden's road trip, but biggest of all we give our teenagers perspectives review on the movie called United 93. Stay tuned and reach out to us, to us on our social medias if you can and enjoy. can start why don't you start <laughs> hello hello Brayden? sorry i was on social media someone sent me a video of my house <laughs> <laughs> morgan of course let me see i can, you still replay it? can i yeah yeah i get this probably 20 times like every month People just send me videos in my house. Oh, I thought you were going to say right every day, and I was like, not no. even, Brayden, shut no. up. No one snaps No, you. every day, because my uh, park is, like, right across the street from me, and they're at, they're there, and so they send me a video of my Can house. Can you hear me drinking water? Ah, okay. All right, back to the real untrue. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Grilling with Brayden. I've lost count. I have you no know idea what, what I'm also bro. doing? Sorry to interrupt your introduction. I'm also vlogging this little part, so <laughs> watch my YouTube video, and then you'll see the behind the scenes of the podcast, and if you're seeing this on my YouTube video, watch my podcast, wait, no, listen to my podcast, and then you'll hear me talk about my job, and how okay, I became we, we, a millionaire. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Did, okay, first off, you're not even close to a millionaire. <laughs> you probably have like $20. Second off... We have a lot to talk about, $15. so we kind of need to hurry up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I have fifteen dollars cash. Okay. Okay. See, just, see just, you vlog. We're gonna do the podcast now. <clears throat> okay. Now that the vlog's away, I can share all of my secrets. Yep. Okay. So during this podcast, I think this is episode eleven. I think so. I don't know, man. Who cares? Uh, anyway, yeah, we no, lost like, track. Honestly, though, why? Why do? Why do people say like the number of their podcast? Nobody really cares. Anyway, okay, okay. Um, uh, throughout this podcast, Brayden recorded a little podcast thing from his while he was on his uh, road trip, and I'm going to insert it in a lot of. How do I say this? You're gonna insert insert it periodically. I'm going to insert segments <laughs> of that little 10-minute audio clip into the podcast periodically throughout this next hour. Thank you. Okay, say something interesting now. Okay, so what, dude, do you mind, bro? I'm thirsty. Thirsty for attention. <laughs> okay, got that what, right. dude, dude, what do we want to talk about, man? We, there's a lot to talk about. Oh my gosh, dude. Somebody, somebody once said, it's not that you don't have enough ideas, it's that you have too many ideas. And this is a perfect That's, This example. is the first podcast where I think we just like have so much to talk about. And we've spent the first five minutes of it yep, saying doing we nothing. have a lot okay. to talk about. All right, so, so uh, what do we want to do revert first? Throughout this podcast, we're doing, we're going to be talking about my road trip. We're going to be talking about a movie review. Every time you hear this little sound... You're gonna. It's gonna cut to the road trip. Correct. And actually, what else are we talking about? We we actually don't have that much to talk about. Well, I have I have like a list of notes that we came up uh, with. Okay. Yep. Um, I got a job. Wait, didn't I say that last time? Yep. You you said that last yeah. time like four times. I got a two hundred percent raise, so now I get paid three hundred fifty dollars an hour. Uh huh. <laughs> um. Oh my gosh, working there. I don't even know where to begin. I love it so much. Okay, cool. Let's move on. No. All right, you love your job and you get paid. That's 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 awesome. All right. So, um, where should we start? Let's Let me talk about my job, dude. Oh my goodness. Okay, hurry up. Ask me questions about Ask it. Ask me questions. Something. Okay. So, um, well, since you uh, prioritize your job, um, Abdulaziz over here basically has like twenty minutes of free time. To, to just chill with <laughs> chill with his friends, you know. Um, Job comes first, because right. otherwise I get fired. Right. If he fired me, honestly, 
we would be so behind on screens <laughs> that it would not even be funny. Anyway, um, here's here's how it is working, right? I have never felt exhaustion like I do when I work. Okay, today was my early shift day. Today's my discretionary day, so I just like get to come in and leave whenever I want. And I just choose to come in as soon as the store opens, work like seven and a half hours because he wants to keep me under 40 hours a week, and then leave around 2.30, right? And then, and when you come home, now I know why dads always like to come home. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't let me even finish my sentence. But I know what you're going to say. What am I going to say? Why they come home and just sleep? No, to eat. Why they come home and they want like a nice warm dinner. And I didn't, I never understood that until I actually like started coming home and I was like, I'm hungry. (laughs) Okay, let's talk about your road trip. I'll make a whole video about my job sometime soon because I am soon going to be the head of marketing at my job. Wow. Yeah, boy. It's it's crazy. Okay, my road trip. All right. Where do I start? Oh my gosh, this road trip. Maybe was like insane. at the beginning, dude. Just um, it, it was a rhetorical question. Well, I didn't know the answer, so <sighs> it wasn't the rhetorical. You're getting on my nerves already. All righty, I started in Fort Collins, Colorado. <laughs> Duh, that's we, where you live. Yeah, people don't know that, man. All <laughs> right, so I, I started in Colorado. You might we as well went give through. Your we went up through Wyoming and then to Park City, Utah. After Park City, we drove straight to Newport, Oregon, which is a a city on the on the west coast. Really, um, it's a little it's a little like a bay bay kind of city. Uh huh. And this, I stayed there for about a week, and then I moved on to a few other spots in Newport, Oregon. I mean, not not in Newport, but Oregon. Um, I talk a little bit more about that through. While I was there, um, in the in the clips that Abdulaziz plays, I went through there, but oh my gosh! I mean, I I think I talked about everything in the in the segment that I recorded there, but this trip was like insane, man! It was like <laughs> I was so glad that I got home. I was like, I was so over it. I, I was so, you. I was so relaxed. Um, but now I have around like three thousand photos that I have to edit, and like four entire videos. Four? Why? Yeah. Why four? What do you mean, why four? Why do you have... Didn't you just make one video of the trip? No. Why? I made a video for every day until I realized I don't have any stored left. Are you serious? Yeah. You, like, daily vlogged? Yeah. For four days? Yeah. Dang. I thought... I think it would have been smart to just make, like, a... Like a... Like a big video. Like a 15-minute video of your road trip. Rather than four. No, that's not what happened. Not not at all. Um, okay. One of my videos. One of my videos. I think what I, is actually. I'm gonna, gonna make be really a prediction. Good. I think you're gonna edit like one. Really. <laughs> I think you're gonna do exactly what I say. Make a big video and then just insert clips throughout your trip. No. Because that's what I ended up doing in Uzbekistan for some of them. I'm going to make one video. I have all the footage that I think everyone will. Um, I think it'll do really well. I basically tour around inside the a home in Park City, Utah. It's technically in Deer Valley, which is like just up the mountain from Park City, of a $4.2 million home. Um, wow. You got to watch that video. Wow. That's a big home. He sent me like Snapchat videos of some of the properties they stayed at and <laughs> they were nice. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty cool. Uh so that's well, that's going to be one of my videos. Why Another did couple you stay videos of just properties. I didn't stay at the one that about the 4.2 million dollar house. Oh, we could have like the other properties. We, we could have what? You want to like talk about your um sister's boyfriend? Uh yeah. Yeah. Hello everybody. My name is Braden Patrick and right now just for a few minutes we're just it's just going to be me talking just about the, my, the last two weeks of my life and just what's been going on. First things first, the last two weeks of my life, um, I left, uh, I'm on a road trip. So you are hearing me right now in Deer Valley, 
Utah. We started off the road trip. We went through Wyoming. That was actually my first time driving on on the highway uh, and the interstate was I drove all the way to Park City from Fort Collins, Colorado. And now, after this little jingle break, we are going to talk about our next movie that we are reviewing called... United 93. That took you a while. That's because I was going to say, like, bro, why are you talking like that? It sounds like you're trying to be energetic, but it's like the absolute opposite. (laughs) We are now going to talk about... Alrighty, so... On to our next section of the podcast, the movie review of United 93. United 93 is a movie based on 9-11 attacks, um, but it's actually centered around the plane that crashed in Pennsylvania and the passengers on board and how they basically created a plan to overthrow the hijackers. I never knew about that plane, did you, before watching this? I did. Yeah, I knew there were four planes. I, I... At first, like four year, three or four years ago, I thought I only knew about the two planes. Right. And then after that, I, I <laughs> yeah, found out no. there was a plane that crashed into the Pentagon. And yesterday, I found out that there was a fourth plane. Because at first, when I was watching this movie, I was like, great, another random plane hijacking terrorist showing Islam in a bad way kind of movie. And then I realized it was a 9-11 movie. And I was like, wait, are they making like a remix of this? Or... And then I, like, Googled it, and it was pretty real. Yeah. So there's a lot to talk about in this uh, movie. I have some things to talk about uh, regarding Keep in mind, the whole I event. This, I picked this movie just, like, randomly, and I thought it was just going to be kind of sucky, but it was actually kind of good. What do you, what do you, What's, like, your overall? My overall? Uh, well, like, yeah, I, was, I, thought, I thought it was good. Okay. What were we going to say? So I was going to say that there are lots of things to talk about within the movie, but there are also things that I just want to uh, want to talk about, uh, about, um, about about the event. About, about the event? Yeah, right, right. Go? Go? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. You said you we'll had just, some like we'll conspiracy just, theory or something? Yeah. Is this what that no, was? Well, let's, let's go over the movie first. That, okay. that, we'll wait until... Let's go over the movie. So, and... Keep in mind that Vince is our producer and he makes some like notes for us to like talk about. And so Mark Bingham is a sorry. <laughs> Use your words. <laughs> I was trying to find the right words. So Mark Bingham is a two time rugby national champion um who lived in California and he was one of the people on this plane like in real life and this guy he went to UC Berkeley coincidentally um Vince a couple months ago was it he sent us clothing to wear in our videos to show support for some of these colleges just as like and he (laughs) sent us this shirt and he said it would be cool if you wore it like for the podcast and I am Cool. (laughs) Yeah. It's very cool. Like the movie, but like in real life. And Mark Bingham played rugby and then in um in Washington DC a rugby tournament has now been named after Bingham and is played every two years in his memory. And this movie, United Ninety Three, was made in two thousand six, five years after this, uh after nine eleven, and it was written by and directed by Paul Greengrass. Really? Okay, so United ninety three, um let's let's get back on, on on track about the whole movie review. What did you think of the actual movie? At first I think like I said, I it started off with just like, oh great, another one of these movies. But then I actually found out that this was like a real event and it really showed it really I think it did a pretty good job capturing the emotions that people felt at the time and how rushed people were on that. What are those things called? That's like what the I, air. That's what it? I noticed. The air traffic controllers. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I noticed going into this movie. I thought this movie was going to be based on the planes that hit the tower. I thought this movie was going to be based on, um, like I said, the planes that hit the tower. But instead, I didn't realize it. It was actually based on the plane that hit Pennsylvania. That was kind of what everything was focused on. So as you're watching this movie, I think you'd agree, they really didn't um, emphasize the planes hitting the Twin Towers. 
Not really. Either. Like literally, uh, probably around the 9/11 twenty Twin minutes. Towers got around twenty seconds of air. right. Twenty minutes through through the movie. They're not air. It's you not hear TV. you hear the um that the Twin Tower was hit, not by like any kind of video. It was just a line of dialogue in the movie. No, they had some. They had some. Music that was clips. for the second one. That was for the second one. Oh, the, first one, the first one. They just oh. showed the first clip. They showed was smoke coming out of the first Twin Tower. So. They obviously did not emphasize the the whole attack on the Twin Towers. What they emphasized, what it was centered around, like I said, was the whole Pennsylvania plane, United 93. Um, throughout this movie, I was... It was kind of one of those movies where um, you, you kind of felt the stress with them because um, this movie did a great job. I mean, it's throughout the movie, it's just like talking over someone talking. And I think that, yeah. that they did that was um, that really portrayed the confusion and the chaos that was going on during this time. Mm-hmm. And I think that it, the that showed kind of the viewer. Um, it brought him back to that kind of time I wish where just everything was just so chaotic. Maybe, and they maybe, portrayed it really maybe well. Maybe we should like bring your mom as a guest <laughs> guest into the podcast and like cuz I want cuz I was thinking as I was watching this it's funny how neither Brayden or I had, were even alive when this happened and for the last like three podcasts we reviewed a movie that we could not relate to at all. Well, I guess that's kind of the point <laughs> of movies, isn't it? Uh, uh, okay. Sometimes, I guess. But anyway, yeah, I, um, that'd be cool if we could get somebody that like was actually alive through when this happened. Maybe even Vince. Hmm. Um, and they said, I watched this like interview with the director, and he said that there was a lot of imagination that had to go into this movie because obviously they didn't know everything that was happening. And there was like, so why, why exactly would you watch this movie? What purpose would you watch this movie for? Well, entertainment, I guess. Entertainment. Oh wait, this is not an entertaining movie. No, not that's not what I meant. I, um, I don't know. <laughs> There's some movies where action is like such a main point of the movie. Like there's a lot of like war movies. There's a lot of other movies. I think this is it where people just kind of want to see. Well, I, I'm thinking there's a couple groups of people that would want to watch this movie. One, people that kind of want to be informed about this event, um, like from the point of view of like inside the plane and like from the control towers, whatever. Right. And then I'm sure there's a group, maybe small, maybe big, that are just lusting for vi- for not violence specifically, but just for a lot of action. Okay, I see that. I think that there's a lot of movie watchers. I th- I'm thinking there's going to be a lot of men that do this <laughs> and not women who are just lusting for action and violence in movies that watch a lot of, um, I don't know, fighting movies, whatever. I think that these are like the two main categories of people that might want to watch this movie. Now answer your own question. What do you think? I think, I think that people watch this movie to kind of I think they watch it when they kind of are in like a sentimental or like a a really uh, sensitive um kind of feeling or mood. Uh this movie is very sensitive to to people that either lived through it or like was affected by it. Other than that, the people that weren't Living you know this movie was made with the corp with the cooperation of the passengers families i guess mm-hmm. i guess the director like um asked asked like the passengers families like how they felt through this and i think what yeah, the that's word- exactly what i was going to say is that the people that weren't living through this or it didn't affect them this movie made them was kind of put them in their shoes and and showed them how 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 um how they felt and like how um I don't know. I think it made I think it made all viewers kind of realize the like how what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? Realize how sensitive and like evil this event was and how it affected so oh my gosh, this movie their families. was disgusting, dude. Like watching Yeah. It was like I was actually tearing up at some parts of it, especially when they were like calling their families within the plane. 
dude, I I didn't enjoy watching this movie not one bit. Um, well, that doesn't mean it wasn't a good movie, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like watching it at all. But but it was still a good movie. Well, I never said it was a good movie. I just you, said it does. It's uh, not. Yeah. <laughs> not one. Having a bad experience watching a movie doesn't necessarily mean it was a bad movie. Is all I'm trying to say. So let's let's kind of let's rate this movie. And our first rate category, it? yeah. And our first category is how ponderous. That's our. We need. We need to change that word. I don't like that word. I don't think <laughs> yeah, it's a real word. That's okay. I I understand. <laughs> I think ponderous. How it much does the movie make you think? It made me think actually a lot. It really? made me ponder like. It just kind of like after watching it, you you step back and you're like, wow, and then you kind of think of, of, every everything that happened that day was just so giant and so big. Like, imagine it makes you think. Like, imagine if a uh, if one of those guys was late to a meeting at the at the Twin Towers, which is actually true. There was a guy that was supposed to have a meeting at the Twin Towers, and he got stuck in traffic that day, and it ended up saving his life. Man. Um, so it makes you think of just like oh, how true. how one day can just like totally change in there's a lot of talks of this in a lot of religions when it's like something bad happened to you I don't know the exact words I'm not, I'm not going to say it in a pretty way um when something bad happens to you that usually it might mean like it might actually have been a good thing. Like you said that you made that example of being at a traffic stop. And there's a lot of examples of this in a lot of religions where it's like something bad happened. Well, maybe that might've been something good that happened. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't, that wasn't the prettiest wording, but I think you get the point. So what do you rate it for ponderous? ponderous uh, seven. You rated us. You rated a seven. I would give it a f- maybe four. Like, as soon as I watched this movie, I was like, okay, I'm done. Um, it was just, I don't know. It was just kind of a forgetful movie, I think. It didn't make you, like, like think about the families, the people on board? the. Not really. I felt that when I was watching the movie. But when I finished the movie, there's a lot of movies for for this. What this category is, is like almost like if you watch this at night and then like you couldn't sleep afterwards thinking so much about it and this wasn't that at all i think this was just a a series of events that happened okay well i think you see that with a lot of documentary and well this wasn't a documentary but a movie that shows a series of events rather than like a completely made up story i think this is what you see with a lot of um Mm. movies like that so I give it a four. You gave it a seven. Let's put that at a five point five. Okay, next next category is deep message. Deep message. Ooh, I think there's definitely a deep message. What? <laughs> what? What deep message is there? It shows the the evil roots that some people have that everyone has. Well, that's not really... It showed... It really portrayed the evil in this movie. Oh. Well, when you that's say, what I say by deep message, is it really made made everyone think of, of how evil our planet can be. Yeah. When you say it like that, that, that makes sense. What I was thinking is like, like almost like a takeaway. Like, how can this movie... No. How can you change your life to be better from watching this movie? And that's what I was sort of thinking in my mind. Yeah, when you say it like that, that kind of makes sense. It's like a, it's like the message is like people are seriously evil. Um, what do you score it? Eight. Yeah. I give it an eight out of ten. I don't give it a seven, so eight. <laughs> um, the acting. Acting was actually not too bad. Um, I mean, it I, definitely that's not that's not. I didn't really movie, pay attention to it. I I feel like acting good. sometimes. When it's really good, you notice it. Um, but this this movie, I, I wasn't really, um, I wasn't really noticing like bad acting or good, really good acting. I was just kind of like which inf- means that invested it was good in the movie, acting. right? But I'm saying that it wasn't like some movies. You see, the acting is just insane. Like yeah. they're so good 
Uh, this movie, that. there's a lot of characters. Have you seen this, and like, so three-hour movie called The Irishman? No, but you've told me about it. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, the wait, no, that's The Highwayman. Never yeah. mind. No, uh, but that's what I noticed in The Irishman. It's like a long movie, dude, and they have some serious good actors in there. The thing about acting is that you really notice when it's good when there's a couple main characters. In this movie, there were like thirty Thousands characters. Of characters. <laughs> Like you, there wasn't really yeah. ever a time except for the hijackers where it was, the movie was like focused on one character. It was mainly jumping back and forth just constantly through all kinds of different characters, extras. And this so movie, when acting I think wasn't about as it now, was actually edited so well. Like cause yeah. the pacing of it, everything just made sense. Um, and at the end of it, I really, really thought that they were actually, because this was before I found out that this was a real event. At the end of it, I really, really thought that they were actually going to be able to pull up and save everybody because that guy, the pilot, was like getting strangled his arms. And then that one, like, quote unquote, pilot was trying to save the plane. And they were almost about to pull up, but no. The screen went black. You know what that yeah. means. Boom. Um, confusion. So, so acting. We never gave it a rating. I said. Oh, we didn't. No. Wait. Oh. Did we? No. no. We didn't. Okay. So I would say acting is probably like a probably like an eight out of ten. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, eight out of ten. I think it's pretty good. Okay. So our next our next category is confusion. Do you think this movie was confusing? Here's the thing. So. There was a lot of parts of it that I think were confusing, but I think were very deliberately done to make it confusing. Um, like, for example, a lot of the scenes in the in the control tower, it was just so overlapped and confusing. There were phone calls everywhere, there were radio calls everywhere, and you don't know what was what and who was talking to who and who yeah. was who and who was their job. And... and and they also showed a lot of the computer screens, the control screens with radar and like a lot of the plane names. And obviously we don't work yeah. there and we don't so, have no so idea So this movie going was on. so fast paced. Um, in order to show the chaos, they needed to show confusion, I think. Because everyone during that time was confused. They if were lost. If you knew what were... was going on in there, that would have honestly really brought down the, the goodness right. of the movie. Right, because I think... That's just so throughout realistic. throughout the movie they just show a lot of uh, like Abdulaziz said a lot of planes on radars um, and out of nowhere they would talk about how one plane just disappeared and you're like wait what I'm lost what plane is that um, so throughout the movie there were definitely confusing scenes um, I got confused because there's a lot of settings in the movie um, in terms of kind of control uh, like people that were in control. So there's like the the air traffic control tower. There's there's like air safety kind of like the whole like big operation that oversees everything. There's the military aspect of it um, that kind of talk about or that kind of run the whole like airspace of the military side. There's spaces that completely control all airspace. It was just very, very... And then, of course, the plane, which I was confused yeah. for a little bit, like the, the first class section and the people in the back. I was like... Yeah, oh, I was confused wow, about that. Wow. But anyway, there's a lot of settings, and it jumps really quickly from one to the other. There's all kinds of uh, times throughout the movie where they're on the phone with someone, and you have no idea what their role is, who they're but, contacting, like said, what they're I trying to do. Was very, very deliberately done. Yeah. But sometimes it was just really hard to follow. Like, I, I don't understand what they're trying to accomplish right now. Yeah. Um, they would talk about how, like, oh, there's two there's two birds in the air uh, that don't have weapons. And it was only, like, two minutes later that I realized, oh, they're talking about F-16s that don't have weapons. They're not talking about passenger planes. I thought they were talking about passenger planes for a second. And so I it was... I don't even remember that line. Yeah. Anyway. Um, for confusion, confusion, I Confusion, maybe it was yes. good. It was good confusion, though. Because it was definitely intentional. Seven? A seven? Or six. I think it was a six. Okay, so let's just go with seven. And the higher it is, the better, the less confusing. Oh. And the lower it is, the more confusing. Uh, oh, well, I was, I was less confused than you were. Oh. Uh, so, like an eight for me. Okay, so let's just stay with seven. Because my opinion matters. <laughs> yeah, more. <laughs> Okay, our next category. <laughs> Plot. Plot. Well, I, I wouldn't say this is a plot. I think we should skip this one because it was just 
like it wasn't yeah they weren't creating a plot at all it was it was yep. literally just documenting the event yep so uh-huh next okay. um so that gets a zero <laughs> next a zero. is character development that's what i was i was um i'd really like to talk about so the main the hut the, the head honcho behind the behind the, the guy with the glass the guy with the glasses is kind of the head honcho the I head hijacker the turkish or something he wait the the character was definitely developed i think a lot from more my than the from other my characters. opinion and from my from what i saw he at the beginning he was very hesitant he was very he knew what he was getting into the other guys i felt like were head like just um they dove head in they had no um res- they had no we were hesitant we were talking about this like right before the podcast and i actually really disagree with that i think that the reason that you saw this hesitation was because i saw him as the brilliant mastermind sort of like what's that what's the maker from breaking bad oh my gosh I'm like in love with that show. I don't know, man. But anyway, he's really smart. He has like a long term plan. And I and that's sort of the energy that I saw him give off. And you brought up this example of like at the beginning, um, somebody asked him or one of the fellow terrorists asked him, like, when are we doing this? When are we doing this? So throughout the movie, um, throughout the beginning of the movie, before they actually make the action, the other guys are kind of like antsy to get to do it. They're like they're saying, like, we need to do it now. This is our opportunity. They go, one of the guy goes and sits to the guy. Um, the head honcho was supposed to give some sort of signal or something. He never gave it. And so one guy goes, sits down next to him and is saying like, dude, we need to do this right now. The guy with the glasses is like, dude, wait for, wait for my call. I, I, we need to wait, wait for the right time. It's not the right time. Yeah. I guess we just have to and dis- then agree to disagree. One then. guy. No, 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 no. I'm what? right. No. <laughs> and I'm going to prove to you that I'm right. He was not I'm going to prove to you. I'm going to prove to you that I'm right. The guy did not listen. One of the guys did not listen and went ahead and they basically left him in the dust. They they went, they started without him. And he was like, oh, I guess I'm doing this. He sat there for a second and he's like, okay. Oh, so that's your theory? I was thinking that at that scene, like, I know so I don't know, mean, I don't know if, like to be honest, down. I don't know if, to be honest, he, he felt, um, he felt guilt and he didn't want to do it or if he literally was just, just, didn't uh didn't know when to do it i don't know um to be honest i felt like i saw good somewhere in his heart because i felt like i saw hesitance and when if there's hesitance during that it shows that there's at least Maybe something if that's I ever holding watch back. this movie again i'll try to look at it from that lens um so let's move on and wait so <laughs> for for wait what were we what on? was that Character development. character development, yeah. Jeez. That was, a, uh, was probably like really, a seven. Yeah. Six or seven. Well, I disagree with your theory. So in from my standpoint, none of the characters really developed. So I would give it a five. So six. Cinematography. Uh, Nothing special. Yeah. I think we can just... It's just like every other movie. Much. I think I think every movie's obviously better I than a lot of people. I think the best word to describe it is just textbook cinematography. Yeah, yeah, there wasn't anything. Uh, well, actually, there was a lot of. Um, in order to add to the chaos and confusion of the, of of the whole plot, there was definitely a lot of fast moving cameras. I noticed a lot of transitions were like very tight shots of someone's face, and it would move to someone else's face, and so it would really pan, and it was just really quick. There was a lot of shots where it like zoomed in and out of people's yeah. faces which you almost never see in movies yeah so it was definitely very fast-paced um mm-hmm. which definitely added to the plot so i think it was actually better um it, if if it was anything normal i think that it would have like lessened the plot i feel like it would have it here's here's the way i see it this this cinematography makes it feel more personal it makes it feel like it's first person if it was a like lot of a still shots it would it would seem like third person and that's not how like a mockumentary yeah. Um. So the big overall score, entertainment. How much do you enjoy watching this movie? Well, that's how much did you like this movie? I like the movie, uh, probably around a, a like a seven out of ten. Um, it was definitely a heavy movie. It wasn't a movie that's like you leave and you're like, oh, that was a good movie. It was one of the movies that was yeah. like, wow, um, good movie. Uh, not for entertainment purposes, but for kind of 
thoughtful yeah. purposes. I would give it a five out of ten. I didn't enjoy the movie. Um, I just don't think it. I don't know. <laughs> I just <sighs> see Elon Musk said in one of his um in a podcast with Joe Rogan that in the future that we need to come up with a way to better communicate just with our thoughts because there's because we are so limited by the words that we say. And so I have these thoughts that I just cannot <laughs> communicate of how, why I gave this movie a five out of 10. Um, what do you think would have made this movie worse? Um, like I said, if the movie was, was very, there were a lot of still shots. Um, and if the movie was, uh, less confusing, I really like the way, <clears throat> excuse me. I really like the way that the director made it confusing. I really like the way that it was shot. Um, I like the fast pace of it. So making it worse, I think would have just been to slow it down. Um, cause that, cause that ultimately, <laughs> that ultimately made the movie what it was and, and had us yeah. take away. That's why we took what away what we got. And what do you think would have made the movie better? I don't know. Well, I I think I should answer that because I thought the movie was worse than you did. <laughs> I think what would have made this movie better is to show the experience of some of the people at home watching this, maybe at some, uh, I don't want to say random, but like sporadic clips of people like at home throughout the country, like watching this on their TVs or something. I think that would have added a real third perspective. I actually do do have something that would have made it better. Um Throughout the or not throughout the movie, but climbing towards the end, I felt like the movie was gonna kind of end as like a shot that represents like America like rising back up, um, like they haven't been defeated. Like for example, a flag that's like being raised on a flagpole. That's kind of how I pictured the ending um, was on a good note, and how America recovered from it, and how America kind of like united back together. But instead, it like cut off as like on a deep note. That's not how I wanted it to end. I wanted it to, to end very um, patriotically, showing that everyone was still, you know, we're in it together. We're gonna, we're we're still alive. America's still fighting. And then after that, we drove like eight to 17, 16 hours to Newport, Oregon, which is a little city on the west coast. Um, There isn't an east coast of Oregon. I don't know why I said west coast. Just the coast of Oregon. Um, It's, I have family there. My dad's side of the family lives there. And we went there actually to exchange um, some of my dad's antlers that um, over the, over his lifetime, just from hunting um, deer antlers that he has. He, he traded like five or six racks for a king crab, which is actually what my uncle did. He used to be a king crabber. Um, we left Chico to here. That was yesterday, um, and we we ended up getting to Deer Valley, checking in at, at our private residence place that we're staying in uh, at like 3 a.m. So that brings us to today, where I'm filming this. We haven't really done anything, but I mean, literally, it's just the, that's been the last two weeks for me. I've taken so many videos and photos. All right, welcome back after this break. Um, this next kind of portion is is going to be it's going to be interesting. Uh, it's going to be interesting for me to talk about. It's going to be interesting for you to listen to. But for what I'm about to say, everything I just ask that you keep a super open open mind. Um, I thought you were going to say keep it a secret. I was like, no, um. no, 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 no. <laughs> a super open mind when. I heard someone say what I'm about to say. I was like, "Dude, you're crazy. There's no way." Um, like, you're you're is conspiracy theorist. The this is related to the movie. Okay. This is about 9/11 in as a whole. Um, and then I kind of listened. I kind of thought about it, and I was actually very surprised. Um, it's it's there. So I'm going to talk about things that about uh, that happened on 9/11 that just either don't make sense, um, or happened that nobody knew about. So I wrote down a bunch of things that I just wanted to kind of, um, kind of just put in your head. 
So 9-11. So first off, 9-11, they, were, they said that like people called um, their relatives on their cell phones. With cell phones, a plane travels too fast that a cell phone cannot go from cell tower A to cell tower B without dropping the call. These calls, however, were active for like 20 minutes. They were on the line with their relatives for like 20 what minutes. What phone call? So the people in United 93 were calling their relatives, right? Oh. People in other planes were calling their relatives. Well, the plane would have its own cell cellular, if they had phones no, no. on there, they would have their own cellular projection device because obviously they can't connect to towers. No, cell phones don't connect to 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 a oh you're talking about like their own cell Cell phones phones. yeah personal cell phones not the not the air phones phones. yeah that's how they called them so just just a thought right they can't um they can't they can't do that next next thing because like i just said planes traveled so fast that no how do you know that they can't connect and reconnect to other cell towers fast enough no they would drop the call if it disconnects from one, it's going to drop the well, call. air towers obviously have... Um, what are you talking about, air towers? These are just cell towers. Not air towers, <laughs> yeah. Cell towers obviously have parts that cross over, so that exact thing doesn't happen. Like, as you drive around the city, that right, there are zones planes, that are... Planes travel belong- too fast. This We're talking about 2001 here. We're not talking about 2020. Yeah, but they still had cell towers. <laughs> just, Just everyone who's listening, just look into it. I'm just I'm just putting but out I'm some I'm not going to really thoughts. believe that until believe whatever you're about to say next until you prove that they can actually cannot recover that fast. Okay, go on. All right, well, just listen to everything else I have to say. <laughs> next next thing I have Mr. on my list is probably conspiracy the conspiracy theory. The the, the <laughs> biggest thing. Um Abdulaziz, did you know that there was a third building that collapsed? Huh? Where? Third building, right? The World Trade Center is is made up of several buildings, right? It's not only the Twin Towers. Huh? Building <laughs> 7 is a third building that collapsed at 5.20 p.m. that night. Okay. Building 7 was not hit by a plane. Building 7 collapsed. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I just... I, just, um, I would... Uh, Recommend that you look into that. Why was Building Seven? Uh, why did it collapse when it wasn't hit by a plane? Um, well, how do how just, is this connected to the cell towers? It's not. I'm I'm giving many many points about 9/11. These oh, are, these are well separate. Then give these your suggestion of what actually happened. Don't just go from. I point don't to have point. a suggestion what actually happened, but what did happen? I don't think they said what happened. Isn't what happened. Just let me just let me finish. Jeez. Okay. Buildings, buildings can only fall in their own footprint when it's a controlled demolition. Um, if you hit one side of a building, it's not going to fall in, on itself. It's going to fall over. And that's exactly how um, the Twin Towers collapsed and Building 7 was it fell on itself. And that's only possible with controlled demolition. I mean, yeah, look, I totally ask engineers. I don't believe that 9-11 was, was done with two planes. Yeah. Just ask any engineer, uh, any scientist. It's not possible. Okay, I'm going to go on. I'm going to keep this. I'm going to keep this. Try and keep this as quick as I can. Um, They try and say that um, it collapsed because jumbo jet fuel basically was hot, so hot that it melted steel. Jumbo jet fuel can't burn hot enough to melt steel. Um, A plane is made of aluminum and can't go through steel, no matter the speed. So it's it's like a tin can um, going through a block of wood. No matter how fast it goes, it's not going to go through. A block of wood. Well, it's not a block of wood. It's a block of cord. steel, which is block even hard. Of, no, no, it's a. Well, it's also not a tin can. Well, thing. Well, well, there's an airplane, and there's your block of wood example. That might be the core, but it's surrounded okay, by. Okay, like, let me give you an analogy. By like let me saran an, wrap. Let me the let me give you an analogy. A uh, plastic straw. If you shoot it at a wooden table, is it going to go through? Well, it's not a plastic. It straw. It is aluminum compared to steel. Well, of course, if you shoot it fast enough, no. I think it would. No, not go through, but like okay, give it bottom line reasonable damage. Scientists, engineers, the aluminum will not go through steel. Well, yeah. So here's another thought: the Pentagon. Um, a plane hit the Pentagon. Do you think? Uh, I didn't even know how that happens. 
the Pentagon is the most guarded place on Earth, and it was hit by a passenger wasn't plane. Wasn't it like a small plane too? It wasn't a big. Passenger I'm not. I'm plane. not. I'm not sure about the plane. But here's here's the thing. Here's the other thing. Uh, there's only one video of it. So the Pentagon, the most secure place, only has one security video of it. Suspicious. Mr. Bush, uh, what here's, did you here's do? A, here's, a, here's another one. The military <laughs> was at sea uh, during during this. Um, I, there was like some kind of, I think, training that was going on on the East Coast. I'm actually not sure about that. Okay. Um, I don't know. Just, just interesting. Um, Donald Rumsfeld, the Secretary of Defense, reported on September 10th, right? So one day before 9-11 that $2.3 trillion was missing from the Pentagon budget. The place that the Pentagon was hit was right where the accounting office was and where all the information was about that. Mr. The Bush stole day. money. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> there's, there's videos. Apparently, if you slow down a video of the, of a plane, of the planes hitting the tower, if you like go frame by frame, there's an ex- small explosion in front or right where the plane was going to hit before it actually makes contact. So I, I don't know about, I, I don't know. That's just what I saw on video. Um, and a couple of weeks before the attacks on the Twin Towers, um, the Twin Towers were actually closed for so-called elevator repair for the entire weekend. I don't know. It just seems weird to me. And black boxes are these things found on on planes that are essentially indestructible. Or, right, yeah, indestructible. Yeah. And they, they're there so that you can hear everything that happened in the plane, that you can recover it, and, and you can guess, find out all the information. They couldn't find the black boxes? Nope, they couldn't find a single black box. Or at least they didn't say they did. Um, who knows? And also with the whole steel thing, thermite is the only thing that can cut through steel, but apparently... They found molten steel in the rubble after the collapse. So that means that um, jumbo, if jumbo jet fuel isn't hot enough to melt steel, thermite is the only other way. And thermite is let that's, me guess present in bombs. Uh, I actually don't know. Regardless, I think that whatever happened during nine eleven, I don't believe that it was it was. Uh, it was how it says it was. I have no idea how it happened. I don't have a theory of how it happened. I just know that all these things uh, don't add up. So that's just that's just something to think about. I suggest just that keep an just, open mind and exactly. keep, keep um what what am I trying to say? Keep all theories as theories, like as reasonable theories, and yeah. But just don't listen. I mean, you could think I'm crazy. Um, I thought people were crazy. Well, you but were just stating facts. Except for the cell phone tower thing. That wasn't a fact. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. Just just, just, just look it up. Just do like 20 minutes of research, and I think you'll be surprised. But anyway, what, what, what do we want to finish off our podcast with? I think, I think we did a pretty good podcast. I think we covered a lot. Uh, Vince always makes notes for like other further topics that we can talk about. And I wanted to go over this one funny thing he suggested. Um, middle child and youngest child are good topics, he says. I am the middle child. I'm the youngest child. Yes, sir. Or ma'am. Um, and he says the middle child has to strive for attention. <laughs> Do you have to strive for attention, Abdulaziz? Nah, I kind of like the non-attention. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm probably who my parents talk least to. Hmm. They're always talking with my with my sister about like her plans and college. And then my brother nice. is always getting yelled at. And like, even though he uh, doesn't do anything. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, no. Other way around. He doesn't get yelled at when he does do stuff. Ah, and then he not, always like, like that. my mom's like always telling him to eat his food and stuff. So yeah, I guess I get the least attention now that I think about hmm. it. I'm the youngest but child. What, was, what did he say thing. about the youngest child? Oh, we're spoiled. Does it yeah. need to be said? Uh, lol. <laughs> I'm definitely uh, the most. I Sometimes my sisters are like, well, I never got that. Or, uh, or you I'm know, just... they're like, they're like, what? 
that's not fair. I never did got to do that or whatever. Um, my parents sometimes are like, well, your sister's never got to do that. And I'm like, well, you always tell me not to compare myself to others. And now you're comparing myself, myself to someone. <laughs> and so, I don't know. It's definitely the, spoiled. The, the youngest child. I don't know why, but it's, it's, always, it's always spoiled. It's because the... I don't know. Maybe one speak one. They're just tired of it, so they're just like, "Yeah, sure, go for it." <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I was talking to your mom that one time, and then I was like, "I think the reason for the youngest child being like that is that the the parents are so tired of tired of tired of disciplining kids." And then your mom just like laughed and said, "That's exactly what it <laughs> <Yep>. is." <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh my gosh, we did this last time too. We need to pick a movie. We, oh we yeah, should, we, we should have we done that forget. before we start All the right, podcast. All right, so it's my turn. All right, yeah, let's just open up Netflix because that's our that is our movie Ooh, watching this platform. One called the Five Bloods. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! I picked the movie, Mister. It's, it's true, man. You picked the last movie. It's my it's my turn yep. to pick pick the new movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we are literally going to judge the movie we pick off of the cover because that's the most yep. random way we can do it. Uh, you do you want to do? Hmm. I kind of want to do. I think a good topic would be. Do we want to pick a movie that we haven't seen? Yeah. Okay. Obviously. All right. What about Uncut Gems? I saw that on, on my kind oh, of browsing. That's been, that's been kind of like really pushed by Netflix. Yeah. And it doesn't. That's what look I was going to say. Interesting, but I guess if you pick it, you what? pick it. Let's go. Oh, okay. All right, so the next movie we will be reviewing sometime in July Uncut of Gems. 2020 will be Uncut Gems. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Ow! I just hit myself with my knife. <laughs> anyway, anyway, thank you for listening. Goodbye, and Brayden, give your last thought of the day. Yeah, I'm the only normal one. Abdul's is really weird. So, uh, signing off, everybody. Well, See you later. I have a normal goodbye. Money? Who makes more money? I think that's a pretty good. What does that have to do with being weird? Good a per- what does that have to do with being weird? It's about being special. Okay, everybody. I hope you enjoyed our podcast. <laughs> and I'll well, see you later. I get to edit later. the podcast, so I'm just going to cut it off right here. Thank you for listening to this episode. Come back in a couple of weeks for our next episode where we review Uncut Gems. That should be interesting. Thank you for listening and peace. <laughs>